Hey there, Darren Garman here, and welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, where there's all things multifamily. And in this episode, I'm excited because we're going to be talking about the R word. The R word. No, not recession. We're going to be talking about something worse than that. Regrets. Regrets. That's right. We're going to talk about the three main regrets that multifamily owners have. That's right. The three main regrets that I hear about, that I talk about, that people email me about, people text me about that they have when it comes to investing in multifamily. We're going to talk about those three regrets, not only so you know about them, but so you can possibly avoid them. Welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the shorter, more profitable path to multifamily ownership and investing. So before we get into the information and those three regrets, just a couple of things. First of all, if what I talk about here resonates with you, if you like what you are listening to, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And then secondly, hey, I'd love to hear your feedback and your comments on this episode. So please below, leave me your feedback, leave me your comments. Would love to hear from you. Now, let's jump into those three regrets because man, I hear about these three all the time. And frankly, there's dozens of regrets that multifamily owners and investors talk to me about, email me about. I mean, I've had conferences where we've, you know, we sit around and feel sorry for each other with these regrets. Okay. But but I boil it down to really the top three regrets multifamily owners have. So let's start with number one. And number one is this: they spent too much time finding that perfect property that perfect property. And look, I've talked with investors that have spent months, years finding that perfect multifamily property. Hell, I've even talked to investors that they decide not to even invest in multifamily because they couldn't find that perfect property. But if you sat down with people like me or other experienced multifamily investors, here's what you find out. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a perfect multi-family property. And at the time you finally realize that, and that thought like leaves your head, it opens up a wide array of possibilities for you to own and invest. And you're able to do it faster. That's right, you're able to do it faster. Now, am I saying to you that you just throw up your hand and say, oh, I'll just buy whatever comes up? No, of course not, I'm not saying that. Here's really what you want to think about. Does that multifamily property you're thinking of buying, doesn't matter the size, investing in, does it check most of your criteria boxes? Okay, so you've set your criteria. You've got an idea, a really good idea of what you want. As long as that property checks most of those boxes, that's something you got to think about moving forward with, knowing it's not going to be perfect. Because what you find out later is even those Imperfect properties tend to produce the kind of income, wealth, and cash flow that you are looking for. Even though they're not perfect, even those imperfect ones can do that. So what's the lesson here? No going into this, into investing in your next multifamily property, you're not going to find the perfect property. It's not out there. As long as it checks those boxes, consider seriously moving forward with that investment. So that's regret number one. Let's go to regret number two. And this probably won't be a surprise to you. And it's simply this, not getting into or investing in their first multifamily property sooner. Probably not a surprise. 
is that. And here's the interesting thing. If you were to sit all multifamily owners around a table and you were to ask them, what's the time period between the first thought you had about investing in multifamily and then the day you actually invested in your first multifamily property? How much time went by there? The average is three and a half years. So think of the amount of progress you could make in three and a half years if you weren't sitting around, thinking about it, contemplating it, wondering about it, reading about it, all of that kind of stuff versus doing it. So what stops people? Let me give you one thing that stops a lot of people, and it's other people. Here's what I mean. Every single one of us more than likely has a friend or a relative with one of those horror landlord stories. You know somebody that knows somebody that was a landlord and they rented out a property, an apartment property, a house, whatever, and it was a nightmare. It was terror. And so everybody has or knows of somebody more than likely that has those kind of horror stories. I mean, look, I remember when I came home uh, and I was with my, my wife, Najina, and relatives, my in-laws, and we're at Thanksgiving. This would have been in the early 1990s, a long time ago. And I told them, I basically said, hey, we're gonna be buying and investing in multifamily. I'm dumping in both feet, feet first into the multifamily business. I mean, they all looked at me like I had lost my mind. And what do you think I started hearing from every single person that was there? Well, maybe not every single person, but let's say like 70% of them. All the reasons why it was a dumb idea. Did you know this can happen? Did you know that can happen? Oh, I heard about this, or I once knew a guy and he didn't. So a lot of what gets in people's ways and causes that delay are other people. So here's a tip for you. And we could go over other reasons why there's a delay, but this is the biggest one. So here's a tip. Make sure that if you're serious about investing in multifamily, you are around and getting information from and getting feedback from experienced multifamily owners and investors. Don't get it from your Uncle Bill, who's never owned a multifamily property in Uncle Bill's life. Don't get it from your grandmother, your best intentions in her heart. She doesn't want anything bad to happen to you, but has no experience in multifamily investing. That's not what you want to do. You want to be getting information and feedback from people that have been there, done that when it comes to multifamily. So that's the second regret is, you know, once they realize it wasn't nearly as hard, difficult, bad, etc., that they thought it might have been because of all the stories they were hearing, they move forward and obviously very, very glad that they did. So that's number two. So let's get into regret number three is this, not investing in something bigger on their first investment, not going bigger, not going in larger on their first investment. Because here's the deal. Conventional wisdom tells you this. Well, for my first multifamily property, maybe I should buy like a duplex. Maybe I should invest in like a four unit property. Maybe like a three unit or a six unit property, just to kind of get an idea of what to do, how to do it and get my feet wet. By the way, that's not bad advice. It's not a bad idea, not criticizing it. Here's what you find once you do that, you find that multifamily ownership and investing is maybe a little easier than you thought. You find out that, oh, well, owning four units really isn't that bad. I probably could have done eight. I probably could have done 12, 24, et cetera, et cetera. 
Okay, what you really find out at the end of the day is there really isn't that much difference between going in and investing in your first four unit property versus maybe a 12 unit property, maybe a 24 unit property. Yeah, there's a size difference there, but you find out at the end of the day, there's really not that much difference in what you do as a multifamily owner and investor. And once you find that out, the thought in your mind then is should have went bigger. And as a matter of fact, if I sat again, all the multifamily investors around a table and I asked him, okay, out of these three regrets that we're talking about, what's your number one? It'd be that one. So that should tell you something. And by the way, it's my biggest regret. I went in too small with my first one, too small with my second and third one. Okay. Looking back on it, it's not a wrong answer. I didn't do anything wrong. And if you invest in a smaller property, by the way, you're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with that, but you find out I can do this with three units. I could probably do it with 30 units. I can do this with 24 units. I can probably do this with 72 units. That's what you find out. So let's go over those three main regrets once again. Okay, so regret number one is taking too much time in finding that perfect property, knowing there's no such thing as a perfect property. So that's number one. Number two is waiting too long to get into and invest in their first property and letting mainly others around them dictate how long it should take, which stretches things out longer and longer. They should have invested sooner. And then number three is when they did invest, when they did finally buy something, looking back on it, they should have went in bigger, bought something larger. So look, You've got three of the main regrets I hear from hundreds, hundreds of multifamily owners and investors. So now you've got two tasks. Task number one for you is now you know. Now make note of what these regrets are, obviously. Task number two now is knowing these regrets, how will you handle, how will you go into your next multi-family investment.